how you feel about them. Oh, the graphics. Listen, on if those. they came out, if they came out with a game right now, I'm sure eighty percent of Zed would move, not move over there, but would dip a little bit of their funds into that market and attempt, you know, the game. Listen, I would. I'm not gonna deny it. Just because I know Zed doesn't have everything down to a T right now. Am I still having fun on Zed? Sure. Does Zed still have its issues? Of course. I think we all can agree on that. Yeah, man. What do you what do you want to see with this next tournament? So I've I've been pushing for one specific thing and a lot of people haven't liked it, but we need a non Genesis tournament. Um whether it's raced or unraced, uh, I think it would be pretty cool. Uh if Zed really wanted to mess with the community and to mess with uh, Dan Shan specifically, an unraced non-Genesis tournament, because then you have all these people out there with the blood tool. All these people. How many of them are going to qualify? How many of them are going to have fantastic horses? How many of them are, are going to make it you know, to the end? I think if Zed was listening, I think that would be the, the best idea. I think that would be the funnest idea, because number one, create a ton of community engagement. Everybody would be trash-talking each other all over the place, on Discord, on Twitter, on streams. It, there would be no end to it, okay? Number two, going to stimulate the market because guess what? People are going to start buying unraced horses, hmm. non-Genesis unraced horses. So that will eliminate – I wouldn't say eliminate, but that will help with two issues right now is getting the community happy and – what was the number two? I actually forgot. Getting the community Getting the community happy. happy. Hold on. The market's going to move. Secondary market. The market. There you go. I was going to say the market. Yeah, the market. I forgot where I was going. Because I was going to say is number three, Zed should introduce some sort of uh, trophy at the end so Dan Shan can stop crying and he'll actually you know, make an attempt to, to try in this tournament and give him the props that he thinks he deserves for winning a, a maiden tournament. So, um, And honestly, they could do it the same way they did it. They can add free races in. I don't think they should dedicate 100% of the prize pool towards it. I thought, and I said it from the first tournament as well, they should cut the free prize money in half, and Zed should come out of pocket and match whatever. So if you're going to take, let's say, 20, you know, whatever the prize pool is, $40 in a free race, in a uh, uh, not in a free race, a free race is $28, a Griffin's $40. That's how you know I'm messed up in the head. Mm. I know the amounts for the Griffin races. That's how I messed up. I flip-flopped them with the free races. So I think the free races are a $28 prize pool. So if you cut that number in half, you leave it like $14. I don't know how you want to break that up. Maybe $9 for first place. I don't know, $3 for for three-something for second and a dollar-something for third. I don't know. Just so people who don't have a lot of money or don't like to replenish their balance can still run free races and still have an attempt to you know replenish their account. But at the same time, you're also dedicating half of that money towards prize pool. So I think if you did the same breakdown, if you did 300000 you cut the free race money in half, you make it $14 prize pool. $150,000 from the free races goes to you know, the prize. And then Zed matches it with 150000 from screwing us in the breeding barn the last couple of weeks with the price of Ethereum going up and, and the minimums being so high. So I think they can help us out with matching that. And also, they should have donated some money if any of the pony – if Zook's still in here, he's probably still not listening. He only smack talks for like two minutes, and then he leaves. So uh, they should have donated money to that stream so they can, they can you know, 
jump their pockets up a little bit here and, and put some money in a tournament as well instead of taking away the, the prize pools, which again, the free races are essentially out of Zed's pocket. I'm just smack talking them because I feel like uh, they should have at least done something for that stream. So I had to give my guys a shout out at uh, Pony Flood during during that. So they did a tremendous job. I think they raised. Do you know how much they raised? Uh, Pony Plug for Extra Life. Yeah. Uh, I I know Hunter donated like ten thousand or something like that. Yeah, I think it was. I think the final number was over uh, like fourteen thousand. I, wow. I believe. I think it was around that number, which was awesome. So, That's awesome. Yeah, Hunter's a good guy. Hunter's a good guy. Uh, but uh, people like to call him Hunty. So that's uh that's his new nickname. I started calling him, or not Hunty. I'm sorry, Archie. Uh, Archie is his favorite. That's what he goes by now. Go Astros. So. Go Astros. Yeah, bang bang the game. Bang bang so. bang. He's not gonna be happy. He's not gonna be happy that I told people to call him Archie now. So he hates being called. He hates being called Rich Boy and Archie. So back on topic. Sorry, I like. You're uh, good. I like to dabble off. You're a good. Bit. How do you feel about skins and uh, the NASCAR Z Pass and them airdropping skins? Do you like that? Yeah, I think. Uh... I think it's something to, to spice up the game a little bit. I think some people were talking about the skins were going to be worth, like, one Ethereum eventually. I thought that was absolutely crazy. Like, right after they were airdropped, I don't think they're going to be anywhere near that price. I mean, the Genesis market's in the gutter right now. Why would you pay? I guess skins are exclusive, but unless you're buying, like, a rare one or, like, one of those super rare ones, those are probably going to be worth a ton. But the basic common ones are probably going to be somewhere near the price of a Genesis, if I had to assume, like, a Butte Genesis. Um but I think the timing of it was, was okay. I don't think it was a, a, a bad announcement. Um, I think how are they going to go about airdropping the skins is a whole nother topic of conversation um, and, and making sure that goes smoothly. But I am excited for them. I, I hope one day in the future that we're somehow able to get like our own logos on these horses through sponsorship or something, whether we pay Zed, I think that would be cool. But like, I would love to just get like an East Coast label on like some of my 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 horses. I think that would be awesome. And I think a lot of people out there would like their logo on their horse one way or another. But overall, the skins itself, I'm probably gonna buy one before the snapshot gets taken. I know uh, I shouldn't say that because I don't want everybody to run to the market and start buying them up. But just the chance to get a rare skin, and then I'll probably just leave it on one of my horses. I'll probably bite the bullet. But right now they're. I think they're still like 0 0.25, 0 0.3 range. Um, I expect them to run up just a little bit before the snapshot uh, in a couple of days. Um, I just think that they're, they, they're going to run into some sort of issue passing out these skins. I could already foresee it. Uh, I did read in the announcement that you have to like update your horse or some, something like that. Did you read that in, in the announcement? I don't know if that's kind of been swept under the rug, but I don't know exactly what that meant. Is it update your NFT horse? Are you getting a new horse? Like what what goes on with that? It's, um it said it's like an upgrade to the smart contract to where you can put on and take off skin. So I'm not sure. too sure. Now is that gonna is that gonna mess with the algorithm of the horse? Like I think a lot of people over overlook that part and um they may not have an issue with skins, but whatever that upgrade is, that may be maybe some sort of an issue. Um, I just, I just hope it doesn't screw anything up, you know, behind the scenes in itself. But I did read that and kind of made one of those faces, like, huh, like I'm not really sure what that means. But at the same time, I'm not too worried. Hmm. Probably have it under control. 
we'll see what happens in a few days in a few months i mean yeah it'd be weird i mean i remember people saying that you're like the the algo isn't based in your horse it's like how zed reads your horse because i remember like they went back and they changed something with a horse like some horse had the same color as billions or something or like escobar and like roid rager and all that shit like they didn't well, you've seen, yeah yeah they didn't go in say, and change just... it was just like how the race alg algorithm read those horses or something like that it, it, i'm not too sure about the the billions i actually I never heard of that one but i know that was that was a a, a scenario with roid rager and um uh what's the other horse's name uh Escobar. I don't know why I was about to say Medusa. I meant to say Escobar, but um, Roy Rager and Escobar, they went in and, I mean, they were able to, to adjust those horses and the algorithm for that. So, you know, Zed can change a few things. What can they change to an extent? I'm not really sure. I don't know if they've told us all, but I mean, if things get messed up, I just hope they have some sort of backup file. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, here's if, if if things are hitting the fan and horses lost their original algorithm or whatever it may be, hey, let you know, let's restore it somehow. I'm not really sure how they're gonna be able to do that. But that was the one thing that I read in that update that I was a little bit concerned about, which was the update to the horse so it was able to get a skin on it. I don't know how I feel about that completely. Yeah. That made me a little bit hesitant to buy a NASCAR pass right then that that night when when they announced the update because i was ready to buy one so i kind of held off and i i still think i am going to buy one i'll probably just put it on a horse that's not so much a racer maybe just like a breeder just to have maybe throw it on the track every once in a while just to you know show off the skin or whatever it may be but um i hope i end up pulling a rare skin even if i don't buy a nascar pass i still probably plan on buying a skin so i'm gonna have to update one of my horses regardless if they do update the algorithm, I'll put it on a donkey horse, and hopefully it just flip-flops, and all of a sudden it's a, a Roid Rager or an Escobar. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think the future utility of that the Zed Pass is, but beyond skins? Uh, I don't know. I think – did they say that there was utility beyond it? Have they announced that there was utility beyond it? They have said? They said skins are the start. I don't know. I mean, maybe there's another future airdrop for like a season two round of skins with like new NASCAR drivers, like updated skin designs. Like I could see that happening. Um, I'm not exactly sure uh, what their plan is, but if I had to guess, I'm sure they do have like a season two of skins plan um, with just NASCAR, you know, NASCAR based. I am excited for everybody to finally get like their Atari, you know, skins. I know a lot of guys like Remy out there. Uh, there's a few. Hunter has a, a an Atari skin, if I'm not mistaken. He doesn't have an Atari skin. He has one of the other ones. So um, those limited edition ones, those will be exciting to see on the track. Uh, Remy was trying to sell his centipede one the other day on Twitter, and uh, that thing is awesome to look at. Like just a preview of it's so sweet. So and I'm excited what what to see what they do for like super coats as well, like. I know that was always in the talk. I mean, eventually they're going to have to get something, I feel like. They're going to have to get some sort of skin upgrade or, or, or something that showed on the track that they were super coat. Um, 
So I'm excited for them as well because super coats are right down there in the gutter with the market right now. You can pick them up right off the floor. So that's kind of an exciting. If anybody's listening, not financial advice, but you plan to, to hold on to that in the, in the long run. I know that they do have a plan for super coats also. Yeah, I think like honestly, a lot of the stuff with why the market has dip is just a lack of communication. If we look at the Genesis, like if we're people are being told like Genesis holders, you will get Des token uh for just being a holder right but in that span of time when you see everything else going to the moon it's hard to sit on a project that's going down 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 and they haven't haven't implemented what they said it's going to be so the super codes really no value to them right now because no comms about what they're going to be and there's no like special utility with them yet so same thing with the genesis market you're not getting your DES token airdrop to you. So I think if they just fixed their comms and maybe like brought the utility to these things quicker, then it'd probably bring up the market a little bit. Sure. And again, I mean, right now the, the, the market can be, I wouldn't say fixed, but you, you can make steps to, to help the market in itself. And again, just going back to the next tournament, I feel like that's something that Zed can do just to help stimulate the market in terms of the unraced market because the unraced market's super low right now. Fortunately, if a couple of these horses are donkeys, they may not be posted right for sale right then because they're only running free races still. So the, the owners, the stable owners aren't losing money. But it at least gives Zed some time to maybe introduce some sort of burn token before end of the year. Um, I mean, if they came out at the tournament time and said, hey, we're doing a tournament also before end of year, we do have an idea for the, the, the burn mechanism, whatever it may be, whether it's burning for a future tournament. I mean, maybe you have to submit some sort of PDF file to, to uh, and then send your horse to a certain address in order to qualify. I mean, there could be so many different things that can just buy them some time until they get to Des or until they get to the next big thing that that is you know the next exciting thing for the community you know what i'm saying like these tournaments are exciting but after so many are they going to be drawn out maybe not but you can only do so much with them over and over sooner or later you're going to see like a pacer only tournament where people are going to be racing like z40 pacers around z20 pacers around you know you're going to see those all over the tracks but then after the tournament's over we have the issue is they're going to be posted for sale on the market again like for nothing so then you're back to square one. Yeah, it's um, it'll be interesting to see how they play this stuff out. Do you um, like, do you want to see like a coalition? I'll kind of give an example of like what I mean. So Riot Racers, if you own land or like if you own any asset within Riot Racers or if you own the Dez token, you get you get a vote. So like, say whoever owns the most Riot tokens, they get like more votes. So whoever has the most skin in the game, you get a vote. But then Riot Racers will come out and they'll be like how much should we charge for someone to change the color on their car, right? And they give it to the community, people that bought those coins, and they get a mm -hmm. vote on it. So it's not Des like, being the governance. It's actually the community being the gov governance. Would you like to see that with Des? Yeah, at that point, though, it's, it's, it's going to be these larger... What's going to happen is it's going to be these larger staples and these staples with the bigger pockets who are going to be not only rewarded with more tokens, but are going to buy more tokens. So they're going to be in control. They're going to be able to sway these, these decisions in their stable's favor. 
I feel like. Now, are all the stables the same? No, a lot of people are going to have different ideas. So I don't think it's a bad idea, but you're going to see a lot of these stables that own a ton of Genesis and a ton of Zabo horses, they're going to be rewarded with a ton of these Dez tokens. So if you're rewarding based off the share of Dez and they control that, not that percent, but whatever percent based off of their share, it's going to be a little swayed more so towards these high-end stables that own, I feel like, a lot of these Genesis horses. So these horses that don't have a lot of Genesis, like I don't have, I just bought three Genesis horses, you know, three out of 16, but there are some stables out there that only have eight horses and six of them are Genesis. So even though I've been around in the game longer, should they have more say than somebody who hasn't been in the game because they have more Dez? token unless i go out and buy more you know what i'm saying like unless i go out and i spend on uniswap to buy des token and to control more of a governance you know control more of a voting power if i don't go out and buy more of that token or more of that power some of these stables are going to have more of that power but they're going to be the higher end stables like the z1s the z2s the ones who kind of are loading up like lucky jack is going to pretty much every vote's going to go in his favor you know what I'm saying? Like he's gonna have, he's gonna control a, a big chunk of the vote based off how many Genesis horses he has, versus a smaller stable who only has three Genesis horses or five horses, only allocated that much of that token. I'll do devil's advocate on that. Wouldn't, wouldn't you want, wouldn't you want the people that have the most skin in the game to have the most say? Now, I'm going to be devil's advocate again. It's not necessarily the people with the most skin in the game. It's the people with the most skin with Genesis horses. So somebody who has 100 horses and 80 of them are legendaries or 80 of them are non-Genesis horses, let's just say, is going to have less of a say than somebody who has 50 horses and 45 of them are Genesis horses. So it's not necessarily more skin in the game because the person has less skin in the game. They just have more Genesis horses. So they're rewarded with more of a token. They're rewarded with more of a voting power. But they took that risk that on sense. the – yes, it does. But they took the risk on the Genesis, right? And then they took the risk on playing the whole game long term to where they could see that see that Dez token and the governance come to fruition. No, true. I think, if, I, think if, I think if Zed came out and gave some time and said, hey, here's the plan with Dez. You know, we're going to roll out this token – you own a Genesis horse, you're going to be granted one, depending on what kind of horse you have or whatever, however many you own, you're going to be granted this amount of voting power. Maybe that gives these bigger, these higher-end stables who don't have a ton of Genesis horses. It'll give them time to kind of maybe flip their plan. That's the route they want to go. I see that being maybe not a bad idea. But if it's just they release these, these tokens and then all of a sudden it's down the road, okay, based off how many tokens you have, you have a voting power after the tokens have been distributed. I think that's a little bit more of a lopsided. Uh, I wouldn't be too much of a fan with that. If you came out and said, hey, we're we're bringing out the token quarter one, quarter two of 2022, but here's what's happening with it, then you have people who, number one, then the market will start to maybe kind of pick up on Genesis horses. People start to accumulate them knowing that, hey, they already have this date set in mind. I just have to hold my horse from here to this date. Maybe it's not a year for the Dez token. Maybe it's not three years like we anticipated. It's only six months. I'm okay with holding it for six months. So, I mean, that, maybe that's not a horrible idea. It would just be how they play it. Yeah. And again, unfortunately, I feel like we've been let down too many times for, for it to go correctly. So, 
I think if they play it to where they're going to give the Genesis holders Dez, or you could just go straight buy it from Uniswap, that's going to raise the market on Genesis to where people that are priced out of that will just go straight buy the, the Dez token itself, which sure. and then that's going to bring up the Genesis market. It'll be interesting to see, but I think that they should give more governance to the community. Uh, again, I, I think the community has, uh, I think the community has some great ideas and I think they've had a lot of say. Um, and I think Zed has listened. Come here, you want to come up? Um, the community has had a lot of things. Zed has listened to certain things, but we're still not fully there because the community has rolled out some great ideas. Um, we'll see if they listen. I think the next step and the next kind of test, I guess you can say, is for the class structure and seeing how they respond to that because there have been some great ideas that have been thrown around. Do they listen? Who knows? Do they go a completely different route and it's better than any idea that's been out there? We'll find out. So, I just got a couple more questions for you. What are your thoughts on the sure. Netflix partnership and that, that sponsored race? Now, do you want to see them pick the horses or do you want to have like a high price pool and allow anybody to buy into that but just have it a high buy-in or would you have them choose the, those horses? Well... Here's the thing: is I, I spoke to my rep over at Netflix, and uh, we're we're gonna be renaming the race after East Coast Stables. So no, I'm only kidding. Um, here's the thing: is I, when you're bringing in a big name like Netflix, I I think you want to see the biggest horses in the game in that race. Um, is it fair? Yeah, because they're the biggest horses in the game, and some people have spent a lot of money on those horses for that particular reason to be in the spotlight for that race. So I think, is it, is it one race? Did they confirm? Is it one race? I they haven't said anything about it yet. Right. I have no clue. I remember Zook tweeted out that Dank was in it. I, I want to ask him if he's still in the chat, how, how that came to be, but continue what you're saying. Yeah, no. So I think, um, I think the coolest thing is 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 if they did it for like a, a tournament based style, like if uh, if they just uh, sponsored a tournament, you know, and did it that way. I know they're only doing maybe one or two races or whatever it is, best of whatever series, but they did it like a tournament style and just had people qualify. But if they're doing it based off of only one race or best of three or best of five, whatever, you definitely want to see the big name horses in in that race. Um, I don't know uh, how they're gonna do it. We're not going to see any of my horses in that race. I'd love to see uh, Bon Voyage or some of those horses in there, but uh, definitely don't have the firepower to get in there. Yeah, I, I did see that that Zook was trying to get Dank in there. Um, I don't know if Dank deserves to be in that race. I don't know if Dank's proving himself over time, or she's proving herself over time. Just a digital derby champ. Don't deserve it. Yeah, doesn't deserve it. So That's funny, man. Yeah, I think it's gonna be. Yeah, no, it's gonna be interesting to see because a lot of people they're gonna be pissed because if you feel like you have a better horse than the horse that's in that race, people are gonna be hot. So it'll be interesting to see what yeah, horses they pick. I don't know how exactly. I don't know how exactly gonna do it. That's why I think they should do a qualifier. I think they should maybe take like the top fifty horses or the top you know hundred horses and let them duke it out, and then you get a best of five or a best of seven or whatever it is. Um. I don't know, just spitballing ideas, but uh, I think, I think overall the sponsorship, just having a name like like Netflix attached, I think that's awesome. 
It's big time. I think eventually, eventually, that they need to sponsor some other, you know, bigger tournaments, like I was saying, because I don't believe this is going to be a tournament, truthfully. But I do think they should sponsor some bigger tournaments, maybe get it advertised somewhere on Netflix, maybe on their Twitter, maybe on their actual homepage, maybe have a couple horses racing, like, on their background. Because I watch Netflix all the time. I do I do the whole Peacock Netflix thing. I don't have cable in my apartment. Um, I have memberships to everything. But when you load up Netflix, I know they usually have, like, the first main, like, featured movie or whatever it is on, on the page. I don't know, maybe get a, some horse racing things in the background. Maybe they could put, like, Secretariat up there. Because Zed's not going to have a movie, obviously. But put, like, Secretariat up there, but then have some, like, digital horses in the back. Like, I don't know. Again, just spitballing ideas. I think I think Zed can do a lot of things. Maybe Netflix isn't the best route, but Netflix is definitely a big name for sure. It's a good start, right? Yeah, it's definitely – well, you got to start somewhere. I mean, I'd rather them do what they're doing than to be sitting on their hands doing nothing. So. Yeah, and Zook said Zed, Zed can't be the one choosing the horses. It either has to be free for all or a sponsor's choice. I agree. I mean, but if they say it's a sponsor's choice, how do we know, right? Like the sponsor chose these horses. Like, well, prove it, right? So it's sure it's gonna be weird to see how it plays out. But I would like to see like either set it as a high buy-in, give anybody a chance. If you want to pay ten grand for this buy-in, go for it. If you have a donkey horse, whatever. But you have a, a chance if you want to enter this race. I think they should go about it that way. Um, yeah, so it's like, you know, what's, you know what's funny is I was just thinking about it, is the best opportunity right now, the best opportunity is buying unnamed horses and naming them everything to do with Netflix and just hoping that horse is really, really good. <laughs> because if Netflix does, in fact, pick the horse, Dude, if there's no horse named Netflix and chill out there, like if I buy a Z2 Legendary and name it Netflix and chill and this horse is like a 20% winner and it's just mopping up the competition for two weeks, Netflix is going to look over and be like, we want Netflix and chill in the race. Are you kidding me? They would love that. They would love that. I'm, that's what I'm going to do. I'm just going to start buying unraced horses now and just start naming them Netflix-based like uh, uh, names. So Hell yeah. I got that planned out. So let's say... I give you half an ETH, and in the current market, the, you have no stable. You have half an ETH to come into Zed Run with. What are you buying? Half an ETH? Half an ETH. Half an ETH. Right now, with half an ETH, I'm probably buying a low Z Legendary, and I'm going to be buying a Genesis Horse. Probably race, not unraced, because that would be out of the budget at that point. Um, so I'm talking like I'd probably buy like a Z2 or Z3 Legendary priced right, like 0.3 to 0.4 range, which is what their going rate is right now. And then the Genesis, like Z9, Z10s raced are going for, I mean, 0.1. I've seen 0.09 overnight. Some people getting desperate accepting like leaf offers. <laughs> but right now, like, Here's the thing is a lot of the focus, because breeding so expensive, a lot of the focus is on these horses that are good racers. And the ones that aren't good racers are being posted for, for very cheap and for losses. You can look at these Genesis horses right now. Some of them have produced 11, 12, 13% average winners in seven, eight, nine offspring. That's super strong. Like that's very, very strong. Like any horse that's over really a 10% winner is pretty good. So if you're 
if you're getting that consistently or on average from some of your Genesis forces, I think that's awesome. And I do think eventually Zed will fix the the minimums. So you're talking now, you're loading up on these good breeding Genesis horses that you can then post for super, super cheap, which is really why I've actually kind of sold a few of my Genesis horses for the low, because I realized that I was buying all stallions. I have like no fillies in, in, in my stable. I know I have like three or four out of the 16, 17 horses are only are, are, are female. So I've had to relook back on the market and kind of, you know, readjust my my plan and, and go back to square one for picking up some of these horses so just waiting for the right time to jump on a few but uh for that question probably like a z2 z3 legendary if you could find a philly great if not not the end of the world and then i'd probably go with uh, uh good breeding genesis okay so when you had all of these stallions were was your mind thought going and buying these horses like i can produce passive income by putting these into stud is that why you didn't go as far as much Phillies or Mares? Yes. Um, and at the time, well, Phillies are also priced a little bit more. So I was looking to be as close to, I was looking to be as close to the floor as possible, you know, in just terms of, of um, what I was willing to spend. And the reason for that was because I was going to race them. I've raised out of the six Genesis that I picked up. I've been jumping around the whole time. Out of the six Genesis horses I picked up, all of them were unraced, or I'm sorry, seven Genesis horse I picked up, six were unraced, one had the Griffin ran, which it, which it won. Um, six of them were unraced, I've raced five of them. So the plan wasn't to keep them unraced and, and keep them in the stud barn. I actually was hoping that some of them would turn out to be good racers, and I would hit on, you know, one or two at least. I've struck out on five. I've lost a couple thousand dollars in, in value just in terms of if I wanted to sell them right now at a loss. Because, you know, unraced Genesis horse are going for 0.25. I paid 0.3, you know, a week ago. That's what they were going for. And the race market's 0.1. So now you lose 0.2. What's 0.2 times Ethereum's almost five grand right now? Mm -hmm. I mean, after fees and everything, $4,500, you're losing $900 on every horse. So, and I've sold two of them just because, again, I want to reinvest that money back into uh, Phillies. I want to reinvest them back into female racers. But I also have readjusted a little bit of my plan. I'm going for very specific Genesis horses now. I won't give out the, the tidbit. Mm. But I'm also looking at uh, low Z legendaries. Like I said, I'm in the process right now of buying a, a Z3 Colt. Probably once this uh, this stream is over, um, I'm going to make the purchase. And they're super cheap right now. They were selling for over one Ethereum mm -hmm. at the time. You know, 1.5 some of these fillies were. So will the market get back there? Maybe, maybe not. May not make it completely up there. I think the price of Ethereum has kind of killed that as well. Um, but can they get back to almost one Ethereum? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think um, I think the Z2, yeah, the low Z numbers, especially Nakamoto, when I got in, they were like 1.1 unraised, unnamed, and Phillies was like 1.6. So definitely on a, on a buyer's, buyer's market right now. Yeah, so, and like, just looking in chat, so Sniper said Z6 Finney Gen for half ETH. Yeah, I saw a Z10, Z7 uh, Stallion sell for 0.27 last night. That was producing 11% winners. I mean, that's that's an easy buy, even at the price of Ethereum right now. Um, are Genesis really below 0.10? I've never seen below 0.12. I saw one or two offers accepted overnight for 0.09. 
again, they weren't great Genesis courses, but 0.09 for Genesis right now is $400. I think they dropped new for 200, 250, 300 at the time. Um, so it's still profit for whoever you know, held for that long. I don't know why you'd hold for this long and sell now. Probably doesn't make the most sense, but uh, it's still over what, what they were at, at time of drop. So you can't say the market on Genesis is completely in the gutter. It's down there, but the price of Ethereum has definitely slowed the roll as well. There's still a market for it though, right? I mean, if they're not, if they're up at that price and they're not selling, then there's reason to be worried. But somebody's buying these horses, so somebody Listen, believes in the long term of this game and these Genesis horses. Sure. If you see, if you see undercutting start happening, you know, under point one, and they're not selling, that's that's rough. Unless Ethereum makes it all the way to seven, eight thousand, um, which I hope it does. Trust me, my Ethereum bag is heavy right now. So um, I think. Overall, you're going to have buyers at certain price points and you're going to have sellers at certain price points. Eventually, there's going to be enough buyers at this cheap enough level that believe in the game long term where they're not going to be Genesis listed for this low anymore. You're going to see them listed for higher. And I think that's going to start to change if they introduce a breeding minimum you know, cut. Like if they, they don't say that there's a, a breeding minimum anymore, if they just allow open breeding. I think you'll see the market will start to pick up a little bit based off of that because then at that point if you're picking up a genesis for 400 dollars and you're able to breed it in house for 20 30 bucks you know with another genesis horse let's just say and it's producing 11 12 percent winners then it makes the game fun again because now number one you're breeding so you're spending money but number two is is you're racing winners that you've seemed to found and you're you're able to test theories at a cheaper price point. You can't test theories at $200 every time. I mean, two, you know, $600 every cycle for Genesis Buterin, it's impossible. It's like 180 for the minimum right now, which I think is crazy. Yeah. All right, I got one last question for you. If you had to guess, what would you value your stable at in Ethereum at this current moment? Uh, in Ethereum? Mm hmm People aren't gonna like my answer. <laughs> Who People cares? Like my answer. Who cares? Fuck them. Honestly, my stable's probably worth like four to five ETH. On, to be honest with you, uh, it may be worth a little bit more. I say my stable. If I really wanted to sell, if somebody was to come in and say I'm buying your stable, seven eight ETH would probably be the number. And I'm not like quitting Zedron at that price. I'd probably reinvest it back in, into some some heavy hitters. Uh, and just downsize my stable a bit. I'd probably pick up, honestly, if I sold my full stable of 16, 17 horses for like 70, I'd probably pick up a really, really solid racer, like a strong, strong racer that's on the market for like four or five ETH. And I'd probably pick up a bunch of, of uh, Genesis horses, uh, maybe a couple on race legendaries in there, but probably a bunch of Genesis horses just for breeding purpose. Because I truly believe that Zed is going to fix uh, the breeding minimums. I, I don't think there's any doubt in my mind. I think people have kind of realized that these minimums, the ones who are pushing for it, have kind of realized, hey, this wasn't the way going about it, and maybe free market is the best way to do it. So um, that would be what I do. But a genuine number, I would say anywhere from four to five Ethereum. I think Bon Voyage is a two Ethereum horse, no doubt in my mind. I could, if I posted her for two Ethereum, I think she'd sell within a week. Personally, she's 0.5 profit lifetime, and that's with me just 
throwing her into expensive races as well and not really cherry picking. If I cherry picked her races, I mean, I've seen her profit in the last week almost 0.1 go up. You know, so if I sit there and cherry pick, she can easily be a one Ethereum, you know, profit winner very, very quickly for oh, sure. Okay. And then Sniper said, what win percentage is a good racer? So a good a good racer, um, that's a tough question because it depends on the class. A good racer is mm -hmm. over ten percent, nine ten percent. A great racer, over fifteen percent. But again, it, it depends. Like some of these horses, you have to dig deep into them because some of them have been running free races from the tournament, and as soon as they started getting put in paid races, you can see that that A shape starting to form where they're not as strong as they were, at, you know, in free races as they're in paid, or in paid races as they're in free, I should say, a flip flop or two. Um, so that's something else. Like if you're looking on the market right now, make sure you sort by, by paid race and free races. Be careful because there are a lot of horses that right after the tournament were posted right on the market and they look very good, 14, 15, 16% winners, but they ran 40 free races with no profit lifetime. And you'll see seven of those races are paid and they come in six, five times and they've come in seven the other four times you know what i'm saying so they're really not as strong as they seem yeah and especially yeah like you said because they could look good in the free races but once you go put them in that money race it's it's not hot sure everybody was racing free races during tournament i mean even really if your horses weren't qualifying some people were still throwing their horses in free races you know um the competition wasn't it was good in some of the races but it wasn't great uh it was a lot stronger in the free races during the tournament than it, it is your typical free races, obviously, when the tournament's not going on. Right. And so where can people catch your contact or content at, and where can they contact you at, Joe? Um, so best way to contact me, um, I'm usually the most, most active on Twitter. I You can find me on the Discord. You can find me in the Zed Run general chat. I uh, usually like to pop in and say, what's up, ladies, uh, when nobody's talking. So... Um, but the best spot is on Twitter. You can find me at ECSZ, uh, all one word. Um, I usually stream Tuesdays. I know today is Tuesday, so I was uh, able to hop on stream today. But we have some exciting stuff to look forward to this upcoming uh, week. So I know we talked about it beforehand. I wasn't going to tell everybody during the stream, but um, just keep an eye out. I won't be streaming next Tuesday, unfortunately. Uh, I will be uh, planning something with... Uh, some other content creators as well that are out there for next week so just keep your eye out especially uh if you like trash talking and if you like pink slip races and big money races i would definitely uh uh keep an eye out on my twitter awesome man thank you for the great conversation i think there's a lot of a lot that people could learn from this and um i'll be rooting for you and you if you ever go back on stable duels hey listen i appreciate it stable duels knows uh when they decide to not have class one stable duels, I'm ready for a class two and class three competition. So I'll be there when, uh, when the calling hits, but I appreciate you having me on anybody who's listening, anybody who's tuned in. Thank you guys. You produce some great content, man. And, uh, I'll definitely be listening, uh, to everybody else for the rest of the week, especially my guy retro racing. He's going to be on this week. He's on uh Thursday, right? I think Friday, Friday. I, Thursday. I think Friday, Friday. Yes, sir. Friday, so, uh, but definitely keep an eye out for the rest of the lineup this week. So, again, thanks for having me on, and uh, thanks, everybody, for listening.
Sweet. Thank you, Joe. We're back tomorrow with Bot Lady. Then we got Dark Side Supercoats on Thursday and then Retro Racing on Friday. Thank you so much, Joe. Bot Lady coming in. <laughs> Have a good day, bro.